1: is drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We're lifelong Lions fans. Bob. All right, let's go Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor. Hey, let's
2: fight some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ. A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind.
0: Dog, This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. And am Big Z, it's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a
1: season. We'll be drinking the Blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid fans. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. Christmas is over. We're heading almost to a new year. And unfortunately, we're here to report that we are reacting to a Lions loss 20 to 16. Uh, a heartbreaker. Uh, An absolute so heartbreaker win. in Atlanta. Lions get down to the five-yard line. First and goal. 33 seconds left. And intercepted. And Tim Boyle almost played a near, you know, great effort. Uh... Until the very end, it's just, it's heartbreaking, but we'll get into all that in a moment, but let's get to the Blue Kool-Aid crew that's here reacting, uh, so I'm Big Z, let's get to the other two that are here with us, UJ,
2: Hey Lions fans,
1: and Ruddog, yo, alright, so first of all, gentlemen, did you have a great, did you have a good Christmas, a good holiday?
2: It was a nice Christmas, yeah, oh yeah, family, and it was beautiful, uh, nice Christmas Eve dinner with the with the large gathering, and, uh, no social distancing. It was wonderful. Yeah. We had a great time. Uh, Christmas Day was calm and relaxed. It was just. It was great all around. A couple of days. It was great. Yeah, and pretty mild for a, a Midwest
1: uh, a winter. Oh, my. No, no snow kidding. on the ground or anything. Pretty wild.
0: Yeah, get ready. It's coming.
1: Keep up the global <laughs>
2: warming, baby. Keep it coming. No snow.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, the lions. This is a tough one. This is a heartbreaker. Uh, yeah. They battle hard all game, make it 10-10 at half. It's 13-all thir- going into the fourth quarter, but uh, just just not enough at the end. We thought the lines are right on the doorstep, <laughs> um, and then Tim Boyle apparently thought it was man coverage. Uh, didn't see the m- middle linebacker floating over the middle. And uh, just steps right in front of the pass to pick him off. And Well, you know, that, Connor's not here game. today, but
2: he had a great comment. And, uh, I, and there could be some truth to it. You know, he took one for the team, you know. He knew we needed the hydra pick. <laughs> and, you know, right. well, just made it look like it was an accident. Cost <laughs> the team at the very end, you know. You know he, <laughs> yeah.
1: But this, you all, know. this almost all but assures <laughs> that we get a top two draft pick now uh, losing this game with the Jets winning over the Jaguars.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So, uh, the Lions could win the next two and still move uh, move up, but... What is I our mean,
0: ceiling or our floor or whatever, however you want to describe it? How far back can we fall?
1: I believe we locked up the top five. I So, the top five, so. uh, it's a guarantee at this I, point. I think so. two
0: is not a bad spot because we get one of two really good players there guaranteed, so...
1: Right. Well, the last number two overall pick we had worked out well. The yes. the yeah.
0: Damba So yeah. that's true. And Calvin Johnson. Calvin yeah. Johnson. So good history right yeah. there. Stay in that yes, two sir. spot. <laughs> hey, uh, our uh, our Thibodeau and uh Hutchinson. The the Sue versus. Because um, remember there, who else came out with him? Uh, he played for Tampa. Uh, number nine, McCoy, Star- Gerald McCoy, Gerald McCoy. Oh, Ge- yeah. Remember that was, they were the two elite D tackles out that year and right. we were at two and we figured we we're going to get the one that falls. And then, uh, they picked whoever ahead of us and we get our choice of the two. Right. Mm-hmm. And we took Sue Yeah, and it was nice. Well, they turned
2: yeah. out to be both very good. So, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. So we Maybe. can't go wrong we'll with like either one Raiders. of these Thibodeau or Hutchinson. So if we can stay at two, but I mean, we Maybe. still might win these next two games. So, right
1: so um it stands at jacksonville 2 and 13 we're 2 12 and 1 and then um houston new york jets and new york giants are all 4 and 11 so if the jets giants and houston lose out and we won out we would move to fifth overall but that's that's the high that's the lowest high draft pick we get
2: (laughs) okay (laughs) i got you i got you um but
1: let's let's dive into this game a little bit yeah Uh, just react to it um First of all, let, let's get to Tim Boyle here. Uh, played significantly better than what we saw oh, of him for sure. yes, um, he did. earlier in the season. Uh, I, I don't think any of us can disagree with that. Uh, 24-34, 187. One touchdown and that one pick. Just yeah. that one brutal pick. Uh, but didn't yeah. take any sacks in this game. Uh, pretty conservative game plan, really. Uh, only averaged five and a half yards per pass. Attempt. Yeah.
0: So, I think, honestly, yeah. that was my biggest problem with him. I don't think that he played a bad game, really, other than that one play. But, I mean, he, he while he was hitting most of his passes, it didn't feel like our offense was all that effective. I honestly felt that, for, for this is the first time I felt this all year, but if Goff was in there, I think we win that game. Uh, I think he had that offense humming the last few weeks, and, mm-hmm. and I think uh, he, we get more output with him in there. But Boyle did a respectable job as a backup um can't ask for too much more than that and hope he doesn't do the big botch at the end but like you just said took one for the team you know no i was just gonna say it's a win-win situation at this point in the season for us you know we lose the game we get a better draft pick we win the game we get a win you know it's just win-win yeah And now but, it's, a, it's a winning it's coaching for the it's a winning
1: thing for the coach in terms of like they fought hard to the end, and they just lost. Now they a exactly. bitter taste in the mouth at uh, the last and next offs. It just a, it's fun for a coaching standpoint. At least. Yeah, it doesn't so hurt they can,
0: the st- narrative. They know really. they're not
1: getting fired, so they can use that as you know a motivational
2: tool going forward. Yeah, what was fun was seeing that uh, our defense. Uh, you know, when we talk about winning football games, uh, you get to play a situation like that at the end where you're down and you have to make a play. Oh, and this defense rose up and made a play. That was Re- awesome. Reeves Maven, how about it? was a stud in that game. Okay, he was a monster. He comes up with it. a big fumble. I mean, we the game was over practically. But we're, we're all like going, oh man, it's over. Then all okay. of a sudden that happens the fumble. It's like, oh my God, we're in there. This, <laughs> this is great. They actually they rose up and made the play and that was that was wonderful to see. Yeah, it really absolutely. was.
0: It was outstanding. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's been a revelation to some, I think, this year. Uh not I, I think we all kinda had a sense of what he could be if he was given a legit opportunity, and and it's and it's showing, man, and and it's so fun to see him coming out and sh- r- you know hitting his potential.
1: Yeah, he and he's gotten significantly better as the season's gone on. Here, he's improved mm-hmm. vastly. Yeah, once uh, he took over to for well. Anzalone, yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Honestly, once he took lead leadership, he his play like upped. It just skyrocketed. So I mean, maybe. You know he just functions better with more responsibility. I don't know.
2: Yeah, not be. a
0: bad thing to have because he can be here for a little while still if we put some more another young talented dude next to him in Barnes.
2: I think he will be here for a while after this year. So yeah,
0: I know I like it. Oof.
2: Yeah, I do too. A lot of the, the coaches
1: are singing his uh, his praises lately as well, uh, so that's always a good sign. Um, uh, but yeah, just uh, he he's really stepped up. Like you said, Red Dog. We for the past couple of years mm-hmm. now. Uh. Or whenever we really we drafted, we've been really excited about what he could do. Um, with this, especially his speed. Mm-hmm. Just, but he had to be put in the right defense, and the, obviously the Patricia defense was like the opposite of what they wanted <laughs> out other linebackers right. in terms of his frame and his skill set. So it's really nice that um, Aaron Glenn and this coaching staff has put some of these guys in a you know a position to succeed, which is what we're expecting out the last coaching staff, right? And we've seen a lot more out of this one. Uh, yeah, just a albeit a, a slightly less you know less talented group probably than some of the the past ones especially under Patricia I think we had a lot of talent we, we I do. traded away like Slay or you know right. um Quandary Diggs just made another Pro Bowl this year
2: yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah but. Uh, but what we're getting out of this
1: defense which is arguably it's it's way younger and more and uh, inexperienced in, in than the past yeah. and, uh, and but, they uh, look at better than I've, they have in four years
0: one place where talents improved though and it was highlighted with a really nice play today or today in the game uh when alim mcneil ran the arc and and got that really clean sack that was really nice and really highlights the potential of a 330 pound person that can move like that uh that's just studly so that's one place where i think we have been lacking sorely (laughs) even uh, under patricia i don't think we had much talent interior wise so uh, that's been a big upgrade.
1: Yeah. How about the starts of this game? Uh, the, the three early sacks, Bryant, Barnes, and then uh, oh, that was yeah. awesome. oh my Gale. god, that was unreal. <laughs> great start.
2: That was unreal. <laughs> but unfortunately, Atlanta of kind of adjusted to it pretty well after a while. They but uh, they did, they did. But yeah. it, it was a lot of fun to see. It was. It was, it was <laughs> a great way to come out.
0: And that pits though. Oh god, talking about adjusting though. That guy tore us up after. Yeah, wow. he's
2: good,
1: man. He's good. I I so wanted to belly in this draft that I I probably still would take him over Sewell if that was the option even now. But uh,
0: he's a weapon.
1: Yeah, he's he's super hard to defend. Yeah. Uh, that that he's, he's super legit.
0: That one play when he beat uh whoever he beat down the sideline over the top and he. He definitely pushed iffy. off. A bit iffy. It was iffy. Was iffy yeah. He definitely yeah. pushed off, but his arms are so long that he can even push off with a bent arm because they're always looking for that extension of the arm. But he can push mm. off with a bent arm and still get like six feet of separation. Like <laughs> It's insane that he just sticks his one other arm out, one hands it, like, Yeah, that was a free. quote unquote
1: tight end beating our yeah, you know, t- super athletic end. cornerback right. just straight up <laughs> down the sideline with pure speed. That's just outrageous. It was, was insane. But a-
0: he's one of a kind, so yeah. yeah
1: I look forward to seeing what uh, you know he does in the future because I I think he'll be an absolute beast. Uh, yeah. But speaking of a beast, the Lions have one of on their own lately, mm. and his name's a Monroes St. Brown. Yes, know we've been talking about him a lot, but you know he just keeps following up with a <sighs> better and better performance every week. Nine catches, ninety-one yards, a touchdown. Tim Boyle's best pass of the game by far was the one he threaded to Monron a touchdown. Really yeah. tight window. You know what in there? Uh, and the did the finish the job. Mm-hmm. I was
0: debating with you, Jay, on this one. I honestly think Boyle was trying to throw that to Raymond at the goal line. No, uh, no, so. no. Way. If you look at it, it no goes way. right over his head. If if Ra doesn't stick his arms up, it looks like it sails five more yards right into Raymond's uh, in the Raymond. opposite
2: direction on the play. There's no, no he's way not. he's going so, no right in front of it. I don't
0: agree with that either. Right <laughs> <dog>. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, that's what I thought. When I first saw it, I thought it was going to Raymond until uh, St. Brown's arm shot up and caught it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He
2: went high for that and caught it. It was a beautiful, beautiful catch. And a nice throw on top of it, too. And then tough t-
0: just get in the end zone.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you. I know Goff's coming back next week, which is good for the team. But uh, you know what I'm going to miss when Goff <laughs> comes back is that spirals. You know, Boyle throws spirals. And there was beautiful to see spirals. I remember the staff for days when he used to throw spirals, you know. Real balls that just Flew through the air like rocket ships, and with a spiraling effect, you know, that cut through the air so beautifully, and all that. Like, and God throws these wounded ducks out there, they're floating all over the place. But he's been getting it to the receiver, so you can't complain about that. But, you know, I just like a beautiful spiral. It's like like those NFL films, you know, when they show those films. And, like, they they show a a 15-second play, but 10 seconds of the play is the ball flying through the air, the beautiful flight (laughs) of a spiraling football. And I'm sorry, but uh, I'm going to miss that. So thanks, Boyle, for giving us uh, some spirals. Appreciate it. I thought you were a big Peyton Manning fan, and he
1: was the king of uh, those type of throws, those little wobblers that just get to the... uh... He the, wasn't the, the king, okay.
2: He threw a few of those things. He, yeah, I admit He threw a lot, but... though. He he
1: he he was he was first and foremost getting the ball of his hand rather than worry about like the yeah, perfect. I think I know, don't think co- I think pass.
0: cognitive dis- dis- dissonance is not going to allow UJ to have any <laughs> agreement in this conversation with that big Z. So well, I don't think it's worth, Manning, worth pushing that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like trying to talk about Jim Caldwell around him. It's just there's no productivity to be had. Stop it. Let's move
2: on. <laughs> Let's move on, boys. Let's move what on.
1: But a Monroe St. Brown, uh, you know. Yeah. He has the second most catches so, of any so rookie well. wide receiver this year, so that's more than Jamar Chase. The only one that has more catches is Jalen Waddle. Um, hey, uh, is Miami. the Robert
0: Woods comparison is that getting more okay now, or can we? Is that less extreme now? I feel like it is personally. I but... still
1: don't feel like he's a Robert Woods.
0: Well, I don't know. Either. Someone I didn't make the comparison. It was uh, it was Reynolds compared him to either Woods or or uh, Cup, and. I'm just saying, I think he's earning real comparison to stud NFL players at this point because he's showing to be a, a true legit stud himself. So
1: I've, I've seen a lot of Heinz ward comparisons he's got lately. Go. Oh, that
0: toughness! I see love that it. one. That yeah.
2: one kind of fits. I think that him. one. Yeah,
0: you know,
1: not the most athletic guy or anything like that, but the guy you know obviously makes a lot of plays and you know, especially amount just the amount of volume he gets, but also the blocking. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: I think oh, oh and yeah. Heinz Oh, and. The newly formed running plays that they're designing oh, for okay, him. Okay, so that, oh!
1: that's what I wanted to get to next ah! And while well, talking about Amara St. Brown. And that, that this is arguably one of my top five favorite plays I've seen the Lions run this year. I yeah. loved yeah. the counter trap play with him coming out of the fullback oh. spot. It was a thing of beauty. I, I'm a huge times. fan of that play call. Um he actually was and in like in the I, slot I think in the that slot. that's got to be a Dan Campbell one, right? Like the uh, kind of like the Saints-esque like you know creativity to the to the run game that we we see, not like Sean Payton stuff. Uh, well, is it Staley?
0: Just... Who's our run game coordinator? It's not Staley. It's uh um, I guess Landon. Anthony Lynn. So I mean, I mean there, there's not he's not Lynn. labeled that though. But oh, okay, I thought yeah. we had someone.
2: But yeah, this sounds like something Campbell would come up with though. That's I
1: hope great. so. It's awesome. I'm just excited, you know, with that use and creativity, especially with how well he's been playing. I was just I loved the play. I loved, love, love. There's a great play design. Yep. Uh I could watch that play
2: over and over again. I mean, I just, both I times it was it so effective. Much. It worked twice, too. That and
0: It both mm-hmm. times it's effective and you if you watch it, it's setting up another play too that they can hit at another point because it's set up with a uh, fake pitch to the outside on like a sweep yeah and then he counters back the other way so you know eventually i'm sure we'll see the the, the pitch out of that look you know i like that i just think it's nice because it has other things that it's setting up if it keeps being effective like that
1: yeah absolutely man amon Ra, um Ugh. you know we we've seen this more in the nfl though now like receivers starting to get the ball in the backfield a lot ever since devo samuel and the success he's had with the 49ers yeah uh well, yeah you know, it, not everybody's Debo Samuel. He, he's the best at it currently. But uh, it's, I, I've see, you see this more in other teams uh, where the wide receivers get more carries out of the backfield. You it's know, just, I, would,
2: I would even venture to say that the NFL, you know, it tends to get boring and they do the same stuff all the time. I'd say we're in a slight age of creativity in the NFL hmm. offenses right now that oh, yeah. they are doing it. They're using receivers more in the backfield. They're trying all these different things. They're going forward on fourth down a lot more than they ever did. Which yeah. we we have almost broke the record. I think we're three short of the record now for a season of going
1: for it on fourth down.
2: No, the Lions yeah. have the
1: record now. Oh, they awesome. have it now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. But uh, you know, just one yes. more thing about that receivers thing. I think <laughs> it just make it's a good. It, it makes a lot of sense because it's the safest way to get the ball in the hands of your most explosive athletes. You know, you, instead of having the quarterback having to throw it or anything like that, you just hand it off to your most explosive athlete and give them a chance to make something happen and uh yeah and it, i just love having guys that fit that mold like saint brown does uh, i you know i because you know you got to have a guy who's capable of doing it and saint brown is one of those guys so
1: yeah it's pretty so. wild uh how much he's grown this fast and in, uh, in, in the season uh i mean this is a guy who barely got any targets first couple months and then
0: what, uh, a fourth round pick too yeah,
1: yeah, third round, third round,
0: third round. Yeah, well, yeah. still, I'm just saying, like that's so fast to figure it out.
1: Um, but really, really exciting. Uh, his immediate growth here, and another, you know, the last third round wide receiver he had was Galladay, right?
2: So yeah, I thought
0: he was a fourth.
2: Galladay was a third rounder.
0: You might be right. I don't he know. He was a third. No, he was a third. He was a
2: third rounder. I'll tell you one more thing about Saint Brown. Though. I know we're singing his praises here, but why not? Uh. he he took some shots man and you know what he bounces Mm -hmm. up like a like a pinball man boom
0: he's he
2: just bounces right back up again that toughness he took a couple really uh tough shots in that game and and bounced right up it was was so nice to see a guy like that i mean do you also
0: see him using them as for like chip blocks in like in the box (laughs) like they've had him like hitting like dns and stuff yeah that's how tough he is like they love using this kid like that's just awesome that's Hmm. Uh yeah. Can't say enough about him.
2: Anyway,
1: Keep absolutely. Uh um, so, I mean, we could move on from uh St. Brown cuz we could talk talk about him for a while. Uh, yeah. Um but it's just really exciting uh the future uh right there in, in terms of uh,
0: uh potential um, for sure r- with him. I think Reynolds had a solid game again. Uh Which one? The f- oh, oh, actually both, <laughs> but more Josh <laughs> was who I was talking about. Yeah, two for thirty-six
1: uh, in this game, and twenty-three yard catch and a thirteen yard. Well, the
0: cup, those were a couple, yeah, a couple longer passes that opened up the rest of the the field a little bit. Those are always important. That's what you need from your number one receiver is those chunkers. Sometimes you know he's got to yeah. be a threat.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. And Craig Reynolds had some nice. Uh, Craig Reynolds had some nice catches out of the backfield too. So yes. he showed some uh, receiving prowess in this game, which I like to see. Uh. Mm-hmm. The one where he got, you know, who knows what his future is with the lions, but right now it's fun to watch.
0: That one when he got grabbed by the arm and it caused him to change direction, and then he like mm-hmm. drove, shook that dude off, dodged the tackle, and got like another ten yards. Dude, he's very exciting to watch. I was saying before the pod, to big Z, that I think that I would have liked to see him get more opportunities than Williams, even though Williams was more efficient. I just think Reynolds just has more big play opportunity written all over him. He just has that slipperiness to where you might go the distance, you know?
1: Yeah, he's an interesting, uh, it's, you know, he, it's a crazy story for him. It the, the, so, flicks. Right, exactly. Uh, so it's just pretty, <laughs> it, it's fun to watch right now. I'll be curious to see, you know, uh, what happens next year with him. Right. Yeah. Uh, who, who knows? I mean, Swift's not even in there right now, so yeah. And Swift might be back for the last two games. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know about that one. He, it seemed like he was almost ready to come back this week. So I would Unless like to see it. Take it super easy, and not, you
2: know, yeah, I not don't think they're going to risk, risk him too much. But uh, I, I no, still would like we're to going see to the him playoffs in. here. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, but right. if he feels
0: ready to play, by all means, he's just so fun to watch. <laughs> like,
1: oh, absolutely, oh. yeah. <sighs> Um, the next thing I wanted to bring up, uh, and make note of is Dan Campbell. And, uh, you know, th- th- maybe this is, maybe this is a weekly segment now, just Dan Campbell and his, uh, <laughs> management Ooh. of the game and decision-making. So as UJ mentioned, goes, uh, goes for, again, a bunch on fourth down in this game. Even at sometimes you're like, well, is it the right call or not? I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but then oddly enough, he becomes conservative, and the uh, one at the one one time the game, you think he should be his most aggressive, which yeah. was going for it the was touchdown. Funny. It was interesting. Um, and instead, uh, on fourth and five, oh, by the way, I mean Lions and their false starts in this game. Oh, uh, oh that was as hell. frustrating. This is something we've seen many weeks in a row, but this was really bad in this game. And this is an Atlanta crowd that was half full, so it yeah. wasn't a noise thing. Maybe it's Jared Goff not being the game and a backup quarterback
2: in.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, know. But what it's the I hell mean, it, was. it it shouldn't happen 6 times. That, it was inexcusable. Yeah, that was bad.
2: Yeah. Boyle was uh, uh, actually offsides himself, too. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> embarrassing. Oh my god. <laughs> you don't, don't see that one. very often. You don't no, see that very often.
1: That was bad. Um but what do we think about Dan Campbell? Uh Let's let's start with that the big decision in terms of the field goal. Now it worked out really well. It worked out yes. best. that he yeah, probably hoped because well, then we th- got the turnover. I read but Campbell's that doesn't uh, ph- usually happen. Yeah. So. I read his
2: philosophy after why he did that. He was questioned on that. And, uh, he said, he just felt at the time that, uh, we had enough time on the clock, three timeouts and the defense could stop him. We'd have time to go down and score. And it, as it turned out, he was absolutely right. So his <laughs> gut, his gut was right. Okay. So it, it right. seemed out of character at the time, but, and in, even, even when we were watching it, I, I, I felt this is just so out of character here, you know. <laughs> Something yeah. doesn't seem right, but it it worked. So give him credit, man. I don't I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there was no. I don't think it gave us literally any advantage at the time to kick the ball. Like I don't think it provided. Oh no, the one advantage it provided us was that if by any chance we got the ball back, like we did, to get down there. A touchdown wins it instead of tying it, but like, right. but but like that was like right. that was very slim odds of that working out the way it did. But uh, I love that he, he's he's instinctive, you know. I it, I think you have to be intuitive because all yes. the statistics and data can't really tell you what you need to know and can't tell you the right call, and that's on the coach. And so I I love that mm. you know I love that he's not afraid, and then. He's not afraid to be aggressive when it seems wrong, and he's not afraid to be conservative when it seems wrong because it's just you know, like it's his decision and I yeah. like that. But can we talk about a positive thing? Uh, I just want to say on that decision? I just want to
1: say on that that oh, yeah. No, no that, go ahead.
0: Like early in the game, uh the the decision to call another fake punt and yep. use Jack exactly. Fox's arm as a weapon, I love it. That was a great throw too.
1: That's like uh almost a near NFL throw. He put like some heat on that throw. Right? Was, Apparently, he was, was a star high
2: school football quarterback. So, uh, got that. That is from. so.
1: I I I think I don't know if they like always. I, I'm I'm curious how the decision making goes. Like, is it is it a Dan Campbell decision or is it a like, special teams or like do they just if they get a certain look. That's what they're there. Is it a Jack it, Fox that decision?
0: That would be amazing. It's a good
2: question. I mean, well, it might you know be what? because,
1: do you know, that's super hard to defend if you're the uh, guy defending the gunner going down the it field. Is. Like, it's almost yes. near impossible to stop that. Yeah. Think about as long as that, it's a good throw.
0: Think about what that does for our coverages when you have a threat from the punter like that. Uh, mm-hmm. How hard is it going to be as a gunner to cover the guy down the field knowing that he might just bail back and catch a wide open pass on you? Like, that's right. so hard.
1: No, it's, it's fantastic! The Lions are, uh, you know, crushing that on their fake uh, punts this year.
0: I bet you, after this year, after people see what we're doing, everyone's going to start having their punter do practice passes to see who's got an actual arm. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, because that's like you said, that's like a fundamental play. Like that's not like a clever drop. It's just there's a simple physics of the situation where that 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 corner has to bail backwards to. So he can get in position to block the gunner and save his returner or, you know, and be ready for him to maybe stop and catch a pass that adds a whole crazy dynamic to the situation that maybe if you trust Fox enough, it's just Fox, you make the call, see what you see. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah. I'd be really curious to see how that uh, decision-making process goes. But I mean, at the very least Campbell's giving the freedom to allow those decisions to be made. So, yes. That definitely speaks to the way he's uh, coaching in that regard. It's, it's super aggressive, and it's a lot more fun. And the players enjoy it, too. I'm, I'm oh, you know certain. they got to be enjoying <laughs> it.
2: Absolutely. Man. You know, I just, just as a general shout-out, to I just want to just general shout-out to the special teams, too, because besides that fake punt, uh, Fox was brilliant just in the punts he did punt. <laughs> he was awesome in this game. And Patterson just yep. still has not missed the yet. I mean, where do we get this guy? Holy cow, it's crazy. So we we might have, Patriot we might have, no, I mean, I know that I know where we got it, oh. but what I'm saying is, uh, <laughs> we got lucky getting them as Absolutely. it seems. So we might have a long term kicker here. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, it, uh just special teams, you know, you know, in our bad years go are, right down the middle too. There's like no, yeah. no I know, no right drama no no about it. It's like,
1: it's not, Oh, it's like just sneaking in on the upright now. Just drills it. Right down the middle. <laughs> it's amazing. So
2: just that uh, just a special shout out to the special teams. They're doing a great job this year.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. huge. Besides against a, Pittsburgh. That's one less resource in the future we have to dedicate to the position of like kicker. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Going, going. yeah, hopefully.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe it's like one. You guys come, see Matt Prater blew it for the
2: Cardinals? Yeah, yes. oh yeah.
0: doink that one hard. Yeah. It's a rough yeah. one to watch. I, I like
2: Matt Prater. I do, too. Oh, I know. He's, Me he's too, struggling right? this year a bit, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we made the right call. I don't know. Getting rid of him. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I think, yeah, especially in a year when he probably wasn't going to do too much for us anyway. <laughs> then again, we were we could have right. used some field goals early on in the season. This could have been a whole different season with a better kicker a few of those games, maybe. Yeah, that's I a don't good point, too, yeah. I don't know. drafted but... ninth or tenth. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But uh anyway. Um, but gentlemen,
1: you know, uh the Lions moved to two twelve and one as as uh we mentioned earlier. Uh number two draft pick overall right now. Uh the remaining games are at Seattle, I believe, and then yep, at Seattle, which is a three twenty five game, and then home against the Packers end the season. Maybe the Lions can ruin the Packers season that would by be awesome. beating them. Because the Packers have to win out, uh, otherwise, if they lose one and the and the Cowboys win out, the Cowboys would be the one seed. Mm. So um, the Lions can ruin the Packers' home field advantage, not allow them to get a bye by beating them wow. in last week of the season, and still get the number two draft pick. Uh, so. Hey, yeah. see, can can
0: they have that locked up? Can the Packers have it locked up by playing us if the like the Cowboys were to lose? If the
1: Cowboys lost and the Packers won, then the Packers would uh, lock up the number like one if, seed. Yeah. Does,
0: do the Cowboys have to lose both of their games or just one?
1: If the Packers win out and the Cowboys lose one. It, no. It, if the Cowboys lose one, yeah, then the Packers lock it up. Oh, okay.
0: Right. So it's a one-game swing. Okay, I got it. But the Cowboys will be
1: favorite in both the games then. Yeah, season. I'm sure they're,
0: they are. If you didn't but
1: see, they won by 45 yeah, or something God, on man, Sunday Night <laughs> Football the other day. right. Trayvon oh, Diggs, I think, has like what eleven interceptions now for them. Oh, wow. That's insane. It's wild, insane. and Micah Parsons is like up for Defensive Player of the Year potentially. So, uh, uh then we took a another a guy had... that we discussed long and hard on this podcast about yeah. uh, possibly drafting at that number seven spot. <laughs> uh, we can have that discussion hey, later about yeah, whether he's the uh, right guy or not. That's oh, another discussion. But...
0: Oh, I guess we can talk about it later. I am just saying, there's a prospect out there I've seen compared to him. In the draft coming out this year, so Michael Parsons compared to Michael Parsons, who oh. uh, uh from LSU, I think it's like Cardale Jones or something like that. Or uh, shoot, what's his name? He's there, at number eighteen. He's a linebacker. Real, it looks similar build, tall, athletic. I'm uh, yeah, not type. sure the name.
1: Ah, shoot, uh, that's remember. okay. We'll get into it later. Yeah. Anyway, we'll but uh,
0: I'm just saying, you know, we <laughs> could get our own Michael Parsons, maybe.
1: Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> Um, but all right, gentlemen, I think that's going to wrap it up uh, for us here, but that's okay. We'll be back later this week, previewing um, the lions game in Seattle, a Seattle team that just lost to the bears. So <laughs> say what you will about that. But uh, anyways, Instagram, at drinking the blue Kool-Aid, Twitter at drinking lions, please follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts on the lions and their last two games of the season. What do you want to see out of them? I'll begin in all that in the next episode, but, um, Thanks to our producer Kit J. Thanks to sidelinereport.com for hosting this podcast. I'm um, in addition to all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple, or if you get your podcast Please be Sure to download, please subscribe and please leave a review. Always greatly appreciated. Other than that, gentlemen, listeners, we hope you had a great Christmas. We'll send an episode out right before the New Year. But other than that, you know, enjoy the middle of your week here. And last but not least, As always, go Go Go
2: Lions! Lions.
1: Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave,
0: stand and
1: cheer the brave. Rock,
0: rock, rock!
1: Go hard, win the game.
0: With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go. Go. Go.